Welcome to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. Now here's our mama. Hey y'all, welcome back to Getting Cozy with Erin Hill. And today I have two sisters who are very different, but a lot of fun. I wanted to have them on because one of them has her own show on Instagram called Quarantine Cuties. That just started during the quarantine and can't wait to talk to her about that. And then her sister is obsessed with reality TV. So I had to have them on. This is Julia and Catherine. You guys, welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you guys for being here with me, virtually anyway, right? So how are you guys surviving quarantine so far? How has it been? Well, I'm in Los Angeles. Catherine is in New York City. We're two of five kids, so we have a pretty big family, and we usually see each other a lot, so it's a little different being this distant, but I'm actually heading back there next week, so I can see Maisie, her baby. Oh, good. I'm actually the oldest of five, so I get that whole crowd mentality, like when you don't have your siblings, you feel off, right? You guys are close then. Yeah, we're very close in age, and we share a room growing up, so we're like best friends. Oh my God, I love it. Catherine, when did your love for reality TV come into the picture? I don't know. I guess I've always been kind of interested in, like, drama and gossip, celebrity gossip. So, (laughs) I don't know. Reality TV is just, like, that on hyperdrive. It's true. What was your first show that you kind of got hooked on, reality TV show? I think, well, when we were little, we used to watch American Idol. But my first, like, adult one, I guess, was... (laughs) Probably the Kardashians or The Bachelor. Okay, and what season did you start watching The Bachelor? I started with Jake's season. I was just talking about this with some of my friends. That was like 10 years ago. Yes! I think that was 10 years ago, and that's like the longest. I've never had a relationship for 10 years. Like, this is like the most (laughs) constant thing in my life. Oh my god, I love it. That is awesome. So have you been watching The Bachelor since Jake's season, or did you kind of take a break? Or were you just a diehard fan since then? Yeah, I've watched every single season. The only season I didn't finish was Juan Pablo's season because he was, like, insufferable. Well, it'll be interesting to see the recap that they do on Juan Pablo's because there were definitely some moments I've watched every season, and there are definitely some moments in his season that are worth watching, especially if Claire does become the Bachelorette. I I hear they're having issues finding guys that are qualified or, I don't know, good enough, I guess, I don't know, to date her. I've I've been hearing this. Yeah, and she's actually in Sacramento, just north of me. My friend actually got her hair done by her. She's an incredible hairstylist and a real sweet lady, so I hope that it works out for her. But the season was very, very interesting. So it's kind of a love-to-hate-him kind of situation (laughs) with that one. I did watch the finale, and then I've seen Claire, like, on the Winter Games and Bachelor in Paradise, like, I'm familiar with her. Okay, yeah. She kind of takes no BS, which is nice. So besides the Bachelor franchise, are there any other, you said uh, Kardashians, have you been following them since the beginning as well? Yeah, I've followed them since the beginning. I'm kind of like over them though. I feel like their show is getting a little bit boring. I'm like definitely more invested in Housewives and Vanderpump. Yes, and I've heard Vanderpump, I actually was not really watching this season, but I've heard Vanderpump kind of has fallen off a little bit as well. It has. Yeah, Yeah. it it definitely has. Now that they all like don't really work there, it's kind of... 
it's like a little bit more manufactured, the drama. Right. Well, I interviewed Peter Madrigal and he was saying the same thing that the earlier seasons are just so entertaining and they're just, that's like what really drew people in. And unfortunately, I didn't start watching until like season seven. <laughs> so I kind of missed all of that. Did you so go I, should, back? I should go back. I should go back and watch from season one. Yeah, I definitely yeah, should. Because season one and season two are like amazing. Okay, I'll have to do that for sure. Is there anything that you're watching currently? Maybe like a Netflix show? Are you into Love is Blind or The Circle? Yeah, I was really into The Circle and Love is Blind. But so unfortunately with this whole quarantine situation, I'm in a very small apartment with my husband and a baby. So we both work during the day. So I only have like the evening to watch TV. So he's not going to watch that with me. So oh, I, I have get to it. prioritize watching like Housewives when I have time. Oh my gosh. Are you watching uh, New York? That's been really good this season. Yes. That's my number one. Wow. Dorinda is really upsetting me. I think she's really, she's got some issues she needs to work out. And now they're having like this she's Twitter war. So mean. Yeah. Dorinda and Ramona are having like this war now on Instagram and on Twitter. And I mean, it's just ridiculous. Like these are grown women. Oh, <laughs> like, I haven't seen what's going on on Twitter. But yeah, I think Dorinda's being like just unfair. Oh, it's good. It just gets worse and worse. And then I just started watching Beverly Hills. Literally just started watching that a week ago. Oh, you got to go back to the beginning of that, too. Oh, no. I've got a lot of work to that do. That also gone downhill. <laughs> I actually really like it now. So, okay. That's interesting. The whole Denise Richards thing and um, Brandy Glan- Glanville, is it? Oh, my gosh. That's just yeah. crazy. That's just like a bomb waiting to be dropped. So, I'm just waiting for that. But anyway, it's all good. I think I'm just like in... A little bit of a panic because you know no one can really produce any film. new yeah they can't film right now because of the coronavirus so it's like we're kind of holding on to what's out there right now right it's just kind of like our last meals it's it's crazy yeah hopefully there'll be a lot more content coming soon okay so speaking of new content julia I would love to hear how this Quarantine Cuties virtual speed dating on Instagram. How did this all come about? I would love to know. As a, as a former dating coach, this is fascinating to me. I mean, I guess it sort of started as a joke, but really I have a lot of friends that are all using dating apps now, um, especially in Los Angeles, more so than they did before because we can't go out and meet people. And I was just hearing stories of people texting a guy for hours even and then he just unmatches with you or whatever or goes nowhere and I just thought that sounded like a really big waste of time like who wants a texting pen pal they haven't even met for sure and so I said why don't you just video chat for a few minutes and that people thought that sounded scary and I just I guess I'll just jump to the next level and decide to do it publicly um (laughs) so and I've made a pretty big push to my friends to set me up with friends I think friends of friends are the best connections and people don't seem to take me seriously they you know they think I have no problem dating so it was a very public plea to set me up with your friends and then it just turned out to be really fun guys came out of nowhere we've had guys from all over the country even other countries so a few a night are mainly entertainment but then there's usually one a night that's a legitimate friend of a friend match and I've actually met up with two of these quarantine cuties in person Oh my gosh, I love this. How often is the show? So now it's uh, Mondays and Wednesdays, 5 Pacific. When we first kicked it off, um, actually Matt Donald sort of kicked it off. We just did a live together talking about it, and people were so into it. It went on every night for that first week, but I have a job, and that's just too much. So we do it twice a week now. Oh my gosh, and when did this start? Like a month ago? 
Yeah, about a month ago. Actually, my we call him like Chris Harrison, my friend Eric, who lives in L.A. He sort of the host. He kicks it off, and we do a recap every night. And he counted. We've had over 65 dates so far in a month. <gasps> Wow, that's incredible. So overall, are you pretty happy with the quality of men that you're getting to know? I think it's improved. I would say in the first few episodes, uh, it was all random and some creepers and just people coming out of nowhere. So it was very entertaining. The people who watch and comment the whole time, we call them the peanut gallery. I think they were really entertained. But now... The dates are getting a little more serious, more people, friends of friends, and more serious conversations, which I thought would be less entertaining, but it seems like the peanut gallery is equally engaged and just fascinated to watch this unfold. It's completely unscripted, so I don't know anything on Instagram. I just see their handle, and I pick them, so I don't even know what they look like before they pop up on the screen. I don't know anything. Oh, wow. I love it. So about how long are the dates? They're supposed to be five minutes. Eric, my Chris Harrison, he is, he gives us like one minute left and he gives us in the peanut gallery comments. He tells us when we have to cut it off. But my sister actually noticed that one date went for 18 minutes, which is a really long time, actually. So oh. when you're having a real conversation, it's easy to make it last longer than five minutes. And what kind of questions are you asking in five minutes? Is it all surface or you're getting right down to nitty gritty? So they kick it off with like age, height location, where they're from, where they are now, if they've been married, if they have any kids. Okay. And then we have questions, like questions of the day from the peanut gallery that sometimes we throw out, which are all over the place. One, have you ever swallowed a live goldfish? They could be fun and random (laughs) to, you know, do you believe in love at first sight? Or how close are you to your family? It really varies in terms of seriousness. We don't get too, we don't want to make anyone uncomfortable. So we don't want to say it's surfacey, but yeah, I mean, it's just, how did you get on a first date, you know, even in real life? Right, right. It just really varies. Before this, what was your dating life like? Say I've been dating casually. I moved to L.A. almost two years ago. And I don't know if that's more of the scene, I guess, casual dating. But I've said on Quarantine TV, I have a problem being a monogamous liker. So even if I meet a guy and I start talking to him, I see that through before I even go out with someone else. I've never used dating apps like my girlfriends who will go out with three different guys in one week that they met online so this is really unique for me right now having to aside from the speed dating following up with some of them and texting multiple people at the same time it's it that's new to me (laughs) yeah for sure it's funny so I dated online all through my 20s you know like I said I'm a former dating coach and I think it's just a numbers game I think you just have to keep putting yourself out there you will find that right person but you have to put yourself out there so I'd always tell my single friends you know They're not just going to fall in your lap. You have to be in a position where you're going to meet someone and you have to have, you know, you have to be brave and courageous and at least put yourself out there to see what's out there. And then when you know, when you've met enough people, you know what you're looking for, right? And so you can easily weed out or, you know, you have your deal breakers. So what are your deal breakers, Julia? Hmm. We've learned from Quarantine Cutie that I'm a bit of a height snob. I don't think I wanted to admit that before, (laughs) but now I'll open, I'm 5'8". And I typically date people above six foot. So as much as I would say I've changed, I, you know, I'm not a height snob, I think I am. Which is interesting on Quarantine Cutie, I only see them on a screen. And they could tell me their height, but then, you know, when I meet them in person, they could have been lying, you know, not as attracted to them. I don't think I have any really firm deal breakers. I'm raised Catholic. I am Catholic, so I usually ask them about religion. It doesn't matter what religion you are. If you're 
heavily opposed to religion, that would be a deal breaker for me. Okay. It's interesting. But, yeah, it's, it's been all over the map with people that have come on. I mean, we've had doctors, lawyers, limo drivers, FBI agents, a water sommelier, a guy on a horse, um, <laughs> someone in a tuxedo, people serenade. The last show, we had two people with musical instruments. So it's all over the place. You never oh, know gosh. who you're going to click with. So I agree, like, the quantity to get to quality is maybe the right route. For sure. That was the biggest thing that I would tell my clients. Even for me, that's basically what I did. I just dated as much as possible. I would have like three dates a day. Like I was really bad. Yeah. So I never, I still don't think I could do that. But <laughs> this is very efficient. I was hoping this would catch on as a way for strong, independent, confident women to date. Yes. Your Instagram profile is in a way a dating profile. It shows what you're interested in, what you do. If you travel, I'm really close to my family. You can see my nieces, my niece and nephews on there. So I thought if other people did it, it would be efficient and friends could just refer friends. It is public, so that seems to have terrified everyone. So it hasn't caught on yet. Which I think is kind of silly in a way, right? Because most people are public on Instagram. I mean, what is the difference just going live? And I don't know. I I feel like... If you're really looking for someone, you know, you'll kind of jump through hoops that way. So I applaud what you're doing. I think it's absolutely incredible. Would you ever go on like dating show? I mean, I know you're not a reality TV show girl, but would you be open to doing something like that if that opportunity came your way? I don't think so. I think you know that I'm friends with some people that were on, that have been on nationally televised dating shows. Yeah. And her stories are entertaining and they, they don't regret it. They thought it was a great experience, but... I don't know how I would enjoy that environment. I also own two companies, and so to leave, Mm. I'm the CEO of two medical device companies, so to leave, you know, without my cell phone for so many weeks just to date, I don't think, I don't think I could do that. That is a really good point. I have a question, personal question. So if there was a dating app out there that you could not see pictures, you could just read bios. And then eventually you'd, you'd see the pictures, but you would kind of gain interest by a bio. So like the high and kind of like what you're talking about, would that be something you would be open to? I'm just curious. That would be something that would be appealing. To me, no. I don't think it's shallow to just say that physical appearance is important. Physical attraction is really important, especially if you're going to marry this person, spend the rest of your life with them. Right. So... I mean, most guys that come on Quarantine QD within a few seconds, really, I mean, I already know if I'm getting a friend vibe or this could go somewhere. And I think most people feel that way on on a date, but in person, you don't want to, you feel obligated to sit down and have that dinner or talk to them for an hour or two. Oh, yeah. And I think that's a waste of time (laughs) for both parties. That's why I think Quarantine QD is great. It's five minutes and then... If it goes well, you can then take it offline, waste an hour and money at a bar. No, completely agree. I think that speed dating events, like what you're talking about, you know, whether online or in person, should be how people date because that is the absolute best way. Because you're right, you're going to basically waste your night, you know, if you don't connect with this person when you could have been with your girlfriends having fun or like having a date with a guy that you really do like or really do connect with. So I completely agree with that for sure. Where do you see Quarantine Cuties going. I mean, we're going to help promote it, obviously. When I first chatted with you, I definitely was like, oh my gosh, I want you on my show. I want to talk about this. Let's get this out there. I think it's a great concept. Where do you see this going after the quarantine? <laughs> after the quarantine? I don't know. I mean, I think it would be really great if I actually met someone from this mm-hmm. and dated them in real life and it was a success story. I would love for it to catch on and for other 
busy business people to date this way. It is entertaining too, and I value my friends and my siblings' opinions, so I don't mind having them watch a first date. <laughs> I'm the queen of bringing first dates to group events and or a double date with my sister and her husband. So honestly, when we first did it, I thought it was going to be like a you know just that week. I didn't realize it was going to get a fan base and take off. So every week I keep doing it because the peanut gallery wants it to go on. Also, some people I've met dates that I've gotten a friend vibe from. I've thought of girls that they would be a good match with, so there's some conversations going offline, so there's some side matchmaking that was not intentional but seems to be happening. So I'm not sure where it's going to go, honestly. I haven't really thought it through. (laughs) I love that kind of serendipitous side effects from it. Like some people, I think some influencers or someone with a bigger online persona, I think they're going to start doing it, but from what I've seen, it's a little scripted. You apply ahead of time or you have a FaceTime meeting ahead of time. People are afraid afraid to do what I'm doing, which is just totally unscripted. No idea who's going to pop up on the screen, which I think is why people really like it because it's raw. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's nothing like this out there right now, you know. It's definitely unique. How many people are in the peanut gallery, you know, on average watching? While it's on, you know, people come and go. So it's usually, it's under 100, but it's, I think it's like in the 80s. I'm just a normal person. I'm not an influencer and I haven't promoted this. So, um, <laughs> so it's just literally my friends and them telling their friends about it. But now that it goes on to IGTV, you can see the number of unique views after. And I think the last one had like 1,400. So like over 1,000 people eventually tune in. That's great. Each episode. But obviously it's growing and it's probably getting bigger each week. You know, each each episode is probably getting more and more. Just like anything else, you know, it's just going to take time to grow. But we will definitely promote it. The concept is just awesome. And yeah, let's get this big and let's get some big players on board to promote it as well. So hopefully we can do that. We can use well, our yeah, connection. You, you know, if you have any eligible bachelors, you can send them my way to come on yeah we can definitely do that and I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me about it and I do wish that you would just pick a reality tv show and watch it I think you'd be hooked on it and I think I think your sister and I would be able to change you to a big fan of reality tv Julia oh I don't know I don't even have cable oh wow I'm not a tv person I watched one or no two I tried to watch two episodes of The Bachelor with like Matt Donald and JPJ and I just couldn't I just the girl gave me a headache it, it seemed like a lot of pettiness <laughs> at least this season so I finished tuning in I'm not even sure who won I feel like it was unclear on who won you're watching Peter season yeah oh What's yeah no the problem was all the girls were so young you need to go back and watch like an OG yeah. season like if you watched Ben Higgins season you would fall in love with Ben like everybody had or like Sean Lowe I mean there's so many I want to challenge you when they do the recaps of the seasons. This is the best time to watch because you're going to get the best stuff. You're not going to get any of the fluff and of the like fast forward stuff that you just don't even need to watch. It's three hours, but it's all the best parts of the entire season, though, in one night. So my challenge to you, Julia, and from your sister, too, is just to watch probably Ben's season would be the best one or maybe Sean's was really good too but Ben Higgins he was my first bachelor crush ever and when I interviewed him last year I mean I just thought I had like won the lottery like it was the it was like a crowning moment in my life because he is such a good guy and he does such great things with this platform you will fall in love with the guy he is uh taken he is very taken he's he's engaged but 
he's a great guy, and I think he would make you feel differently about the franchise. Okay, well, that, that is a ringing endorsement. I'm not sure when I'm even going to have three hours, but I'll talk <laughs> to my sister, and I, I'll try to watch some. Okay, I'll take it. <laughs> well, Julia, thank you so, so much. We're going to put Quarantine Cuties all over the place. We're going to get our friends to promote it. And I want to make this big. I think it's a great idea. I love it. I think that this is kind of, you know, our new normal for dating right now, especially because you guys in L.A. are going to be on on lockdown for quite a bit more time. So why not have fun? Why not meet some people and, uh, you know, just see where it goes. So I really, really appreciate your time. You sound like an amazing girl. I will um, definitely be uh, chatting with my my single friends. (laughs) All right. Great. Thank you so, so much for joining right, me and getting cozy. Have a great day. All right, bye. Thanks, Julia. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode with Julia and her sister, Catherine. We had a lot of fun discussing quarantine cuties. And please tune in on Mondays and Wednesdays to see what happens with Julia and her fun speed dating virtual dates on Instagram. You can follow her and quarantine cuties on Instagram at Julia M. Jacobson, 21. And I hope you'll tune in to see what happens next. Thanks for listening. Stay cozy.